Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Every week, I bring you news information that could affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. For our awesome culture and community of smokers, vapors, stoners, and all-around hippies, if you like what you hear and you want to stick around, consider subscribing. Before I begin today's podcast, I want to shout out my sponsor, Anchor.fm. If you've ever wondered about starting a podcast, now is the best time. Anchor.fm allows you to record, add music, transitions, and so much more. They'll even help you distribute your podcast to multiple platforms, all automatically. Anchor.fm. Try it today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bubbleguts, and this week we've got some news info that can potentially impact you, as well as alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. So this week we've got some interesting news, a case study that has come out that I want to share with you guys. I found it very, very interesting. It came across my trusty Google feed. So thank you, Google, as always, for keeping me in mind. So let's dive into it. This was really, really cool. This is relating to CBD. And the title reads, Can CBD Oil Shrink Lung Cancer Tumors? So this is something that I've talked about for a great length of time over the years. I know that uh, CBD has been beneficial for so many people, but can it be more than what we already know? And this is one case study. I'm hoping that we can find more over time. So it begins with this 80-year-old woman who discovered she had cancer, lung cancer specifically, smoked over a pack of cigarettes a day, and she refused conventional treatment when she found out. Instead, she decided to go the alternative route with CBD oil. The researchers couldn't definitively confirm that the CBD oil was the cause of the tumor reduction, but they did say more research is necessary to define the mechanism of action, effects on different types of cancer, adverse reactions, and optimal dosage and routes of administration. If you don't know what CBD is, it's a chemical compound present in cannabis sativa. Some people use cannabis therapeutically to treat seizures, pain, inflammation, spasms, and anxiety. There's three forms of CBD oil. CBD isolates contain CBD only. Broad-spectrum CBD include most of the same compounds as a full-spectrum version, but only trace amounts of CBD. And then full-spectrum contains all the cannabinoids plus THC at 0.3%, which is a federal standard in our country. A lot of people use CBD for different things. Cannabinoids interact with the body's internal cannabinoid system, the endocannabinoid system. And the system modulates nerve function, appetite, metabolism, pain, emotions, inflammation, immune response, and sleep. So progressive tumor reduction. Could this be for real? 
The doctors in the United Kingdom recently published this article. The case report describes this woman in her 80s with lung cancer who experienced tumor regression while taking CBD oil. She also has a history of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, high blood pressure, and osteoarthritis. And she's received medications to treat those conditions specifically. The woman reported smoking just over a pack of cigarettes per week or 68 packs per year. Before and after diagnosis, in June and July 2018, doctors examined the woman, which included a CT scan, PET scan, MRI, and biopsy. The doctors reached a diagnosis of stage 2. The initial CT scan showed a 41 millimeter or 1.6 inch nodule in the middle lobe of the woman's right lung. Testing revealed no lymph, lymph node involved. Testing revealed no lymph node involvement, which is when cancer spreads to other parts of the body. The doctors repeated the chest CT scan in September 2018, which showed a reduction of the right middle lobe cancer to 33 millimeters, 1.3 inches. The woman declined surgical removal of the lobe due to the risk of surgery. She also declined treatment with radiofrequency abolition because of the side effects that her late husband had experienced from radiation therapy. The doctors decided to monitor the patient, conducting CT scans every three to six months, and during the two-and-a-half-year follow-up period, the scans showed a progressive decrease of the initial right middle lobe nodule from 41 millimeter, 1.6 inches, all the way down to 10 millimeters, 0.4 inches, by February of 2021. At this time, the woman revealed she started taking CBD oil at a dose of half a milliliter orally three times daily and occasionally twice daily. Shortly after her diagnosis, the active ingredients specified by the supplier were 19.5% THC, 20% CBD, and 23.8% tetrahydrocannabidiolic acid. Upon the supplier's advice, the woman did not take the CBD oil with hot food or drinks. And the woman did not change her diet, lifestyle, or prescribed medications during this time. She also reported continuing to smoke one pack of cigarettes per week during the surveillance period. So the key takeaways here in an interview was, we were definitely not expecting to see such a striking tumor regression with no conventional cancer treatments and no other health or lifestyle changes. Multiple studies so far in animal models have shown conflicting results, with some cases reducing uh, cancer cell growth and others finding an accelerating growth of cancer cells. This is quite remarkable in what they have discovered. It's quite a case study, and I hope to see more just like this one because I have always felt there was something special about CBD Ever since I had discovered it, um, I have seen what it can do for people. It has been, it has been beneficial. It has improved the quality of lives of many people in many different facets. But could it possibly help with cancer as well? This would be awesome. And instead of having to spend the enormous sums of money for cancer treatments that do have a variable of, um, I want to say, a variable 
of not working, this could be a fairly affordable approach with a better outcome in some cases. I mean, we're talking about regression. I'm really interested in seeing how far this research can go. I'm really interested in seeing more funding coming into this field to determine if this is actually working for more people. I have had people in my family and relatives who have dealt with cancer. Some of them have uh, have beat it with traditional um, therapies, um, but it's still a 50-50 percent chance. What is for certain is the cost of the treatments that you have to pay for, whether it works or doesn't work. And it's, um, it can ruin your life. Basically it's, it's very difficult when you look at it in terms of this light in the, in this perspective is, you know, you have somebody who has worked hard their whole life and have sa- has saved some money and then they're hit with cancer And um, they're told, well, it's going to cost this much. You either pay it if you want to live or you don't pay it and you don't live. But if you pay it and you do live, you're effectively going to be broke for the remainder of your life after the fact. That's a very difficult prospect, I think, for for many people. Um, It's between a rock and a hard place. So what do you guys think about this case study? I, uh, I'm really, really glad it came across my feed, and I'm glad that uh, I've had the chance to go ahead and share it with you guys as well. As always, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you guys on the next one.